Hi, I'm Steve Mummery. This podcast is for couples on their way towards marriage. You know, it's pretty exciting when you get engaged. So many people to tell, so many plans to make. And then all of a sudden it starts to sink in. The task ahead has the possibility of turning into a nightmare. For some, it can be overwhelming. This podcast is designed to take you on the journey from getting engaged to getting hitched. Getting from engaged to marriage is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a test for any relationship. So each episode of Getting Hitched gives you insights and tips that'll help you navigate the journey from engagement through to wedding day. There are planners, there are control freaks, Some of you are even ditherers. Everybody is different. So this series has been designed so that you don't have to listen to every episode. Just pick and choose from the titles for the stuff that matters to you, the stuff that you're really interested in. Of course, I'd love you to listen to every episode, and a lot of the episodes actually have best wedding advice from real brides. It's all in bite-sized chunks that you can listen to easily and quickly, and most episodes are only a few minutes long, and just focus on one subject. Well, congratulations! You're about to embark on two amazing adventures. The first, of course, being your life as a wedded couple, and the second being the exciting yet overwhelming process of planning a wedding. A wedding will probably be the biggest and most involved party or ritual either of you have ever put together. Before you get overwhelmed, take a deep breath and then do these 10 things. A lot of them you'll already have achieved, so just tick them off as you go. First up, enjoy being engaged. That's right, kiss each other a thousand times, jump up and down saying, we're engaged, we're engaged. Stare at the engagement ring, take the time to write down in detail how you got engaged. Contemplate the wonderful things ahead of you. Take pictures of yourselves with the engagement ring, stick them up on social media, and don't forget, kiss each other a thousand more times. Number two, tell your folks. You should tell your parents your good news before anyone else, unless of course you're estranged from them. Both of you should be present and ideally you'll tell them in person. They'll have the chance to see your happiness up close. They'll get the chance to look at the rock and to start talking about the wedding. Traditionally, the bride's parents know before the grooms do, but really any order is fine. Then share the news with a few close friends, the ones who are perhaps likely to end up in your bridal party. There are some really funky cards that ask people to be your maid of honour, best man, groomsman, bridesmaids, just about anyone involved with your wedding, including a couple of beautiful cards that you could give to your mum and dad on the day. I found them online at 101cards.com. Number three. Purchase a journal if you don't already have one. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be a time of 10,000 moments that you won't want to forget, as well as some frustrating times that you'll need to vent about and not necessarily to your partner. The journal you keep while planning your wedding will not only help you through this time, but it'll be something you actually look back on and cherish for the rest of your life. Number four, announce your engagement. That's right, tell everyone the good news. There are lots of ways of doing this and no way is more correct or better than the other. 
You can do it the old-fashioned way, the traditional way in the newspaper, but let's face it, who's going to see it except for your grandparents? Or you can do it through social media, which is how most people do it these days. It's quick, easy and instant. So spend some time coming up with the great picture to go with your news. One of my insight blogs on the website shows a whole bunch of different creative ways to take a picture and announce your engagement on Instagram. I'll give you the details at the end of this episode. Number five, set the date. One of the most important decisions you make as you plan your wedding is setting the date. Not only will it be the first question everyone asks you, but you'd be surprised how difficult it will be to make any progress on planning your wedding without knowing the date. I have an insight blog on my website that lists the most popular days each year to get married, plus what other days you need to be wary of when choosing a date. Number six. Set the tone of your event. You might have already talked about it, but this is the time to decide if you're having a formal wedding, a casual affair, or a theme wedding. Are we all dressing up as Star Wars characters? I hope not. It's also the time to decide on having a religious or secular ceremony. In short, you need to decide what you want your wedding to feel like. A good way to begin is to sit down with your partner and make a list of things that will make your day special in your eyes. You and your partner should each pick your top three priorities for the wedding day. These could be just about anything. Rocking music, an open bar, that photographer your cousin's friend's sister had, a four-tier cake, late-night tacos, a live string quartet, tons of flowers, or any other detail you feel strongly about. Having this short list of priorities is just a good idea so that you can focus a little more money or time or energy on the things that are most important to the two of you. I recommend making these lists separately and then sitting down together. You don't want to be tempted to write down the same things as your partner wrote down. It's better to have an honest idea of your own priorities. So here's an example of how this could play out. Okay, so say your top three priorities are a live band, an open bar, and extra time for toasts. And maybe your partner's top three priorities are the guests feeling relaxed, delicious food, and an amazing dance party. So once you put them together, combined, you come up with good music slash live band, which equals a dance party, an open bar, relaxed timeline, equals relaxed guests, And top-notch food plus extra time for toasts is a great dinner party. So there's your three priorities. Number seven, set a budget. Start off by using a printable wedding budget worksheet. There's an excellent one at truebride.com.au. Look at your finances and figure out how much you already have in savings and how much you can save each month between now and the wedding. You may want to talk to each of your parents and ask them if they'd like to contribute to your wedding and either how much they'd like to give you or what specific things they would like to pay for. Lastly, decide how much you feel comfortable going into debt. I strongly advise you avoid debt as much as possible. Did you know that married couples fight about money more than anything else? So why start a marriage with debt on your backs? 
You might consider opening a new credit card just for the wedding that'll earn you frequent flyer points or other incentives. It's also a good way for you to keep track of wedding expenses and can help you pay for your honeymoon with the points. Just try to pay it off in full each month. Don't try, actually make sure you pay it off in full each month. Don't let it get out of control. Set a budget and stick to it. I'm gonna go into setting a budget in episode four, staying on budget in episode five, and how to cut costs in episode six. But back to the top 10, here's number eight. Choose your bridal party. Believe me, your bridal party do a lot more than just stand next to you on the day of the wedding. But now is the time to get them involved. You may have decided not to have any bridal party at all, especially if you're having a casual event. Most couples choose around two or three. However, you can have as many as you want. Just keep in mind the ceremony venue size as they all traditionally stand up at the front with the couple and the celebrant. I know it's easy to get people's noses out of joint by not selecting them, but you really do need to keep the jobs they'll have to do in mind as you pick them or count on doing the jobs yourself. It's a tricky area to navigate if your best friend is the most unorganized person in the history of mankind, as you'll end up doing all the jobs. If they live nearby, it's nice to ask them in person. Do it on FaceTime or WhatsApp if they live far away. As I said before, take a look at 101cards.com at their wedding party cards. It's a really nice moment to watch their reaction as they open the card, asking them to play such an important role as a maid of honor or a best man or a groomsman or bridesmaid on your special day. It's also a great memento for them to keep. Number nine, start looking for venues for ceremony and reception. Many venues are booked over a year out. So the further in advance you start looking, the more likely you are to get the time, date and cost that you've planned for. Number 10, get support. The successful couple do not plan their wedding alone. They get help. This may be from professionals, respected online sites, or friends who have planned their own weddings before. Consider hiring a wedding planner, especially if you're a busy person or just feel a little bit lost or you're very unorganized. A professional can be invaluable in putting together your ideal day and can often save you money because they know all the vendors. I'll talk to a wedding planner later in this series in episode eight to give you more of an idea of what they can do and the different levels of support they can offer. To finish off this episode, I asked some brides what was the best piece of advice someone gave them. The one bit of advice I did get was um, to have a budget and stick to it. I had an Excel spreadsheet and I lived by that thing and I'm so glad we managed to stick to the budget for most things. The two things that stuck with us was make sure you eat something. I made sure um, someone was in charge of putting a plate of food literally in front of where we were sitting so that it was our food, no one would eat it. And the other thing was to take a minute to spend time during the night with each other. So literally just go find a, a quiet place and have a chat, reflect on how it's all going because you don't see or speak to each other apart from the ceremony. I would say one thing someone told me in regards to the wedding list 
because we couldn't get the wedding list down and that can be the biggest stress of all. And one person said, set a rule between the two of you. If you haven't seen this person for six months, cut them off. Or even if that still doesn't get it, you know, who would you buy dinner for? Like, would you actually take that person out for dinner and pay for them? And if, if not, if it's weird or you're not that close, then they're not coming to your wedding. <laughs> it, that was a really good thing, which actually helped us shave the list. The one thing that we did do, and we're so thankful we did do it, is someone said, it might have actually been you. <laughs> but someone said, during the reception, you and your husband take a moment, go far, far away from everyone and just look back at the crowd. And we did that. So we went right out into the lawn at Le Mans and we looked back and we just were watching all these people dancing and drinking and laughing. And actually one of our friends happened to see us go and took this awesome shot of Lee and I way out there watching them all. And it, we remember that moment and we saved it. And it was so special. And I think it was a really, I'm so glad we did it. A big thanks to Amy, Lauren and Hannah for their advice there. One more tip, use online checklists. They're free and especially helpful if you're planning with your mum or a future spouse in another state. Now that you've made all these decisions, you have a solid foundation for your wedding. It's now time for the fun stuff like picking out a wedding dress or a tux or finding that elusive dress that all your bridesmaids agree on. That's going to take some time. Good luck with that. In the next episode, I'll talk through what type of wedding is right for you. There's a whole bunch of tips and insights on my website, smcelebrant.com.au, including dress codes for weddings and what the hell they all mean, getting your DIY emergency kit together for the big day. And as I mentioned earlier, there's an article on a whole bunch of creative ways to take pictures to announce your engagement on social media. You'll find them all at smcelebrant.com.au and just click on insights.